On episode 264 of the Tennis Files podcast, you'll learn how to be relentless and have a clutch mentality with Milan Krinitin. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Welcome to the Tennis Files Podcast, bringing you advice from the top minds in tennis to help you improve your game. And now, here's your host, Mirban Iranshad. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. It's a pleasure to have you listening as always. And today, we have a really excellent presentation from Milan Krinitin. And if you haven't heard about Milan yet, he has a fantastic online platform called 10 Fitmen, which stands for Tennis Fitness Mental. Um, he is from Serbia and he was ranked number two in Serbia in the 18s division. And he eventually came to the US and played college tennis for Auburn University, which uh, was a tennis, uh, sorry, a top 25 program in the country. Um, and he has played in professional leagues and on the ATP tour where he reached a ranking of 1,256 in the world. And then he ended up becoming a hitting partner and coach for fantastic players on the Pro Tour, such as Yelena Yankovic and Jovana Jakic. Uh, sorry if I mispronounce here. But he's also worked with a lot of high-performance juniors and tennis academies around the world. And he's got a fantastic YouTube channel, which shows a lot of his practices with the likes of Novak Djokovic, Kevin Anderson, Alex de Menor, Yeon Chung, and Nick Kyrgios along with a lot of great tips to improve your game. And a few months ago, Milan gave a great presentation on how to be relentless and have a clutch mentality, which I really, really enjoyed. And I decided to put it on the podcast so that you can listen to this. You know, obviously you're listening to it now, but you can put it on before your matches or really anytime when you need motivation and a blueprint for um, just breaking through plateaus and tough times and to help your mentality. Milan is a very driven individual and you'll see or you'll hear in his presentation about what he does to stay motivated and inspired and to keep uh, getting the best out of himself. He has a lot of great challenges that he imposes upon himself, which are, again, you know, really inspiring. So I really hope that you enjoy this episode. And without further ado, here is Milan Krinitin. So... Without further ado, let's get started. I cannot wait to tell you about this topic. It's very important because this is what separates the greatest from the good ones and the ones who are still on their way. So it's the mental side of sports. And again, as I said, anything else in life, it's crucial. And I really hope that you will first enjoy this and that you will get some value from it. Today, we'll be talking about relentless and clutch mentality and this the whole video the whole presentation it's of course all my opinion and also based on the research i did and my own experiences and talking to many people in the sports and experts this is in general the mindset of a champion so we're gonna have two main parts as you can see the relentless and the clutch part let's start with the part one and that is relentless what does that mean i'm sure Many of you know the term, 
and you kind of have an idea, but I'd like to kind of go more into depth here. The official definition of relentless is never ending, continuing without becoming weaker and remaining determined. This is also funny that at this moment I'm making this presentation because right now I'm in Shanghai and we have this crazy situation. We have been in lockdown for more than a month and it's very important to keep your mind strong and to stay relentless. So it kind of helped me also to build up on this mindset. It's a good way to start this presentation here. As you can see in most of the slides, I will include some of the posts I did on my social media with some quotes because I believe it's very relevant here. Example of the word relentless in a sentence is that he's relentless in his pursuit of becoming a world tennis player. I'm talking about in general and most of you, we are relentless in our pursuit. And it's just an example. This is the photo from one of the trainings. It's stubborn repetition. I see cool excitement, ability to show up on any given day, right? Craving to get better each and every time and getting obsessed with the process. And we're going to kind of mention all these later, but this is one of the most kind of general thing that I really like to include this in this first slide. Now we're going to go through all the elements of the whole relentless mindset. And this is my own opinion and the way I kind of put this in order, what I believe it's important. So the process, it's all about the process, right? We all heard about this expression, but it really is. So it's, it's about winning mini battles each and every day. It's not about the result, you know, the outcome. It's more about the process. And uh, on the right here, you can see it's another photo from the training. I was there uh, hitting with one of our junior players. And the quote is like, it's not all about winning trophies, right? It's about obsession for the game and the challenges it brings. So you get used to this overcoming challenges. That kind of translates into life and the life challenges. On the left side, you can see one of the moments where I practice the serving and you can see the target there, the ball where I was so focused on this little target and it's it's like crazy how I just wasn't able to hit it, right? You can see the balls all the way around. So the message here is like, you know, the more you focused on, on a very specific goal, it's gonna become tougher to get it. So you kind of wanna have the goal, but focusing more on the process instead, right? Not just about that ending result. Moving on to the next concept and I call this a rock. So the idea is about pushing that rock. Well, first you have to find your rock, whatever is your rock, and then pushing that rock against the mountain. So this can be anything in your career, any obsession. And again, the goal should not be getting to the top of the mountain, but it's just the process of pushing the rock. You need to get obsessed with that. And again, the image from the training with Tsitsipas and uh, the quote there, finding your rock and getting obsessed with like relentlessly pushing that rock. I think that's that's very important. If you can understand that, that's going to help you a lot. Next up, we have the pain, right? We all know no pain, no gain. And uh, one of the posts I also made is this showing the hand with all the blisters and it's sometimes it's also bleeding. And you can see also Rafa Nadal and many players, they, they wrap these things, you know, the bandages. And it's, you know, if you have no suffering, don't expect to have winning. No suffering, no winning. On the left side, you can see also the moment where I think it was very humid in this period. Well, in Shanghai, it's all the time humid. You have to get used to that. Like you're gonna have to spend a lot of time in tough conditions such as very humid. So you're gonna sweat a lot. And it's not just about getting like sweaty, but you need to be able to perform in sweat for many, many hours. 
and that should be a norm. So getting used to that discomfort. And on the right, this is this crazy image of me with this red eyes. This is when I got pink eye infection. And you know, the quote is like, your toughest moments are good times to kind of improve your relentless mentality, right? So you have to accept the pain and those adversities and kind of use that to push you to go to the next step and to improve, to grow. So it's very important to see the pain as something good that can help you, right? Not running away from it. Now we have this idea of dark side. And uh, maybe you heard about this concept of integrating shadow, right? The shadow as your dark side. Well, first you have to be self-aware, being able to discover your dark side. Once you do that, you'll be able to use it as a fuel or like a superpower. The photo here is uh, Christian, one of my players, Junior, and this is before one of his matches. He's always doing this kind of warm up and he's in the zone. He puts this hoodie on and I just thought it's, it's a nice moment to take a picture and the dark side can be your biggest weapon if you, if you learn how to embrace it. So dark side can be anything from getting in the zone of being able to get angry in some way or like, you know, use that anger or something, maybe some deep pain. You have some way to put your mind in a certain zone and when you step on the court or anything else, when you have your performance, you can kind of go towards that side and you can use that as some extra power. I hope that makes sense because for me, I use this a lot in many of my crazy trainings and the challenges for some of you who maybe follow me. Moving on, any given day, the point of being relentless is to be consistent, right? That means you have to do it no matter what, no matter what kind of day you have. So showing up every time and uh, engaging. On the right side, you will see this photo of me, like it looks like I'm dancing on a tennis court. And the quote there is like, music or no music, it's important to keep dancing. And this is actually the moment where I was having a lesson with a girl, 10 years old girl. She's hardworking and, you know, I enjoy to play with her, but it's not some moment where you think, oh, he's playing like super tough match or it's like crazy situation. You need to engage every single time you are on court, right? And this goes not just for players, but also for coaches. This is going to help so much. And then the, the middle photo is I was doing some exercise on the riverside. It was, you know, sunny and hot. So no matter what's the day, if it's super hot and it's raining or it's cold, you don't feel it. You feel sad or you are not motivated. You feel alone. You got to do it anytime. And on the left is... Uh, just a quote about if you manage to show up on every day, no matter what, and you're able to rise above your feelings, you're in the game. Again, super important to be consistent with your trainings and your pursuit of that excellence. Progress. This is something where you can find the drive, right? And this is something where you should think about the main point. What is the meaning of everything? We have this dopamine rushes when we feel we are improving. Right? So the joy should be in the challenges and the progress. But you cannot have the progress without challenges, right? So it's both ways. So getting better each and every time. And uh, the photo on the left, thinking about the comfort as something that you should not experience too often, right? You want to run away from comfort because if you go in that zone, that's not going to take you anywhere, right? So rather, we want to go to other side. And on the right, we have, I'm doing some daily stretching and it's about outworking everybody else, but it's more about having a blast during that because you're enjoying this hard work and enjoying this progress daily. Then moving on, we have accepting and adapting. So both of these images are from the recent period uh, while I was in lockdown. It's funny, you just have to accept it. There's no other way. I'm you know, trapped in the room here for a couple of weeks. The photo on the right, I was just having this idea to do the pull-ups on the floor because it was the back day based on my plan and I wasn't able to 
to do the pull-ups anywhere. I was searching in the buildings, on the stairs. There was nowhere to hang. And I was thinking, how can I do it? This is the way I adapted. I kind of disrupted the whatever the situation, the circumstance. And uh, for me, you know, I, I get in my zone there, this kind of savage mode. So I was just laying on the ground and trying to pull myself with one arm. It's just something like you find your own way and you get this like amazing feeling because you kind of overcame this challenge and you found a way. So you're able to adapt. And the other image is just, you know, me doing some shadow swings because again, being able to accept the circumstance and find a way to adapt. And this is also, I talked to Novak Djokovic about this. Once I sent him a message about the, the trait of the champions is being able to adapt to any situation. And then he added, yeah. And then before that, you first have to accept the whatever is the circumstance and then adapt. And this is how you can proceed. So very, very important lesson from the champ. The battle, what we are fighting the most and this is battle against yourself both images are my day number 600 where i was doing daily workouts and on this day i did i think 60 minutes of planks and 600 squats and 600 push-ups it's not the point it's because every time i was doing these tough challenges i was trying to do more than i did last time so it's about comparing yourself to who you were yesterday and this is where you're gonna find the magic, right? It happens when you go beyond of what you thought you're capable of, right? And again, that's going to previous slides, improving and doing, making the progress. You shouldn't think about breaking the records, the image on the left, it's uh, breaking your own limits, right? So the battle again, it's against yourself. The next part of being relentless, it's about, it's never enough. You should have this mindset, it's never enough. You always want more. So you do have some celebrations, celebrate your successes, right? But do it quickly and you got to move on to the next challenge because this is the trait of being relentless. You got to work even harder. Photo on the right side, you can see I was celebrating a point during the match with Woody, one of the best Chinese tennis players. It was super fun. It's just a moment after that match, I was right back in the gym and you know, you have to keep the momentum going. Finally, for the first part about being relentless, it's there is no end. You should think about this because we are playing this kind of never ending or infinite game. It's very important. And again, going back to the rock, pushing the rock against the mountain, it's not about reaching the top because if it's only about that, then you reach the mountain, then what, what happens? So you want to find something that you will never stop. There's eternal ambition. You always want more. And this photo is very special. It's one of the first difficult challenges I did the day 300. And the quote, they say, don't stop when you're tired, stop when you're done. But the little problem is, you know, I'm never done. If you have this mentality, you will always be in the game and this will really keep you super driven and motivated to keep going. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at newbalance.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Moving on to the part two, clutch. And you probably heard about this term. What does it mean really to be clutch? By the definition, it's something done, and you can see here, something done well in crucial situation. And it means excellent or effective under pressure. Example, Novak is probably the most clutch tennis player. And here is a photo of him. I was watching him courtside. It was a privilege, well known for playing his best tennis in the most difficult moments and situations. Now we're gonna go into elements of being clutch. And again, this is uh, the way I see it and what I experienced from training with the best in the world and even playing against some of them, matches and talking to them, and also from my own experience in, in matches. And hopefully by this age, now I kind of learned something. So at first you should realize it's your game, right? The pressure you have for any match, for any moment, it's all created internally. So, which is a good news because that means you control it. It's under your control and it's your party time. The moment here on the photo is I was doing some fitness with a racket and jumps. You play your game, you create the rules, you set the standard. So it all comes from you. It depends on you, how you're gonna see a certain situation. So don't need to put the pressure. Preparation, so important. And for being clutch, this is the key, how we prepare. And here, obviously, we talk about the mental preparation. Of course, the physical aspect and doing your trainings is gonna help you to perform well. But here we're focusing on the mental preparation. On the right side, it's uh, the moment of my warm-up right before the match. The quote I put there, your thoughts define you, your imagination leads you, and your mind has no limits. And this is something I do every time, it's a routine. I kind of step on the court or I'm courtside, doesn't matter, I just visualize I'm playing a point and it's also good as a physical warm-up, but I'm trying to see the point, see the ball, and uh, just imagine I'm already in the match. So definitely have a good vision and uh, I imagine uh, playing the game that I wanna be playing that day and I see how everything is going well. And in that way, you know, my thoughts, they're gonna make me feel ready. And then when I step on the court, it's already more familiar situation. This is also about visualization. So you visualize ahead of time, you kind of relive the moments. And on the left is the one of the moments from my first training with Novak Djokovic. This was 2018 in Shanghai. And uh, why I show this image is because right before that, when I heard that we might train, it was very tough, right? You get scared, you get panicked. And then what I started doing is to visualize that situation and then see everything, how it happens. I kind of knew like maybe which court we we're gonna play, the stance, the crowd. It was almost the same as I imagined. I could see the ball, I could feel the atmosphere, and this definitely helped me to perform well in that first training and after. Mindfulness. This is something that can really help for these big moments when it's crunch time and you, you want to stay clutch. It's a funny image, of course, you know, moment on the court. What does it mean, mindfulness? It's actually non-judgmental awareness. So that means like you're aware of all the things that are happening, right? But you're not judging. Like almost thinking about your referee. If you watch the match, if you look in the match and you see the, the balls going out or net, you can make the call, but you will not attach any emotions to that. So there is no judgments and you'll be at peace. Part of this mentality of mindfulness, it's doing meditation, right? Obviously you can do it even on the court, but this is something that you should practice off the court. And uh, mastering the breathing, this is definitely, we're gonna talk about in a second, on the court, this is the way to stay composed and uh, get yourself to peak performance at any moment. So here, during the match, what are the things that we can do and focus on? The number one is the breathing. 
So I kind of recommend here to get familiar with the way of breeding and how to do it properly, which means like you want to make it consistent and coherent breeding, especially when you're in the breaks during the changeovers, you kind of want to almost count seconds, like inhale for like four seconds and then exhale, maybe six seconds. So whatever is the ratio, you keep it consistent. That's going to really help you to calm down and also distract you from thinking about what's happening and uh, being present, having some routines. We're going to talk about this in the next slide a bit more, but it's so important to kind of be able to get in that moment, right? Footwork, number three. What you can focus on always is the footwork and the first image is from one of the fitness trainings I was doing, but it's the quote is about the footwork is you know, something that you are always in control of and you have always the way to prepare for it. But also in the match, it's something that you want to be thinking of a lot because in that way, you know you can control it and you will not be distracted with other thoughts about, oh, what if, what if, and how I do this. So it's just footwork and it's going to help you also play better shots. And then after we have the strategy, it's also fun to have a tactics and strategy which you can use in a match. And uh, thinking about that, it's also kind of exciting and fun. Finally, enjoying having a blast on the court, the training with Curious. You think about this guy and it's always just having a blast on the court. So if you go in this direction, when you play, whatever is the situation, you're there to have fun. You will kind of feel less pressure and you'll be able to play better. Routines, now talking about getting in that moment. This is the image, just getting ready for the serve, just as an example, right? The way you always serve, make sure you you have these routines and you do them in the trainings, but also then in the matches. So you kind of get yourself in this familiar state of mind that you're doing the same things. And uh, this will help you to, again, distract your mind from what's happening and you just do your thing and you will be in kind of at home, right? You will feel good. Be yourself. Very, very important. Your true self. In this way, you will be able to just play at, at the highest level and just do it your own way, right? Let the instincts take over, which is not easy, right? When you're like under pressure, you might overthink, but try to try to just let it go, right? And also another thing that you can do in this clutch moments, it's doing something unexpected. And in this way, you will also surprise your opponent. And it's also like, you know, for you, maybe you do something different and you will be more thinking about that. You will forget about the situation. And again, being yourself, it's going to definitely always help your true self on court. In that way, you're going to reach your best. Remind yourself of what you have accomplished before. In a difficult situation, maybe you're kind of not confident. Remind yourself all the obstacles and challenges you overcame. And it's going to make a huge difference, right? You're going to get this boost of confidence. This is just a moment when after I finished this, you know, one of the crazy stairs workouts for this was probably 300 floors. I did in period of one, one and a half hours. But yes, it's just about being aware of the things you did before that can always help you to overcome the next obstacle and the hurdle. Next, being bold and going for it, sending a strong message in these key moments, it's so important. Imagine you're in the in this very, very tough match and there is important point and you see your opponent is like all on top of you and they're like going for every shot. That kind of sends a strong message, right? So you want to do this kind of thing. You want to fight with intention and it's just think about it. Why you play the sport? It's all about having fun. And if you play not to lose, that's not fun. It's more fun to kind of go on the attack and do something that you feel like doing. It's more fun, right? Of course, winning is more fun and you want to go for it. So stay bold. 
very, very important. Another thing that's important, another way that you can think about is like, it doesn't actually matter. Learning to let go and focusing on the things that you can control, that's so crucial. What you can control at that very moment, right? And in the end, if you give everything you got, the result doesn't matter, the outcome, because you were there, you were fighting, and that's all it matters. So this mindset, this can be really a game changer, right? It doesn't matter. It don't matter because at the end, you're going to continue your day, whatever happens. The worst is if you think, what if, what if I miss this? Or what if I lose this match? What if? It's still, the life goes on, you're going to go eat dinner, you're going to meet your friends tomorrow, a new day. It doesn't matter. So don't put this internal pressure. It doesn't matter. Just have a blast. And uh, yes, this concludes this presentation, this video. I really hope you enjoyed. And just uh, as a conclusion, this mindset of a champion, right? We talked about the two parts. The relentless part about being consistent, never ending, and having all this kind of hunger for the process and for the progress for improvement. On the other side, we have clutch, how to stay clutch in these big moments, how to put yourself in position to perform at your best. So we talked about those elements such as breathing and having some routines and then also like not caring too much, but also going for it, not kind of being afraid to lose, but actually sending a strong message and uh, just being yourself on the court. So I believe this guys all makes sense and you will get some value from it. And as a conclusion, this mindset of a champion, being relentless and clutch, this should be the lifestyle. It's not just on the court, it should be your lifestyle. That's, that's how you're going to attack the life and really experience everything and feel alive. So the last photo here, it's maybe for some it's a business, for some it's workout and the game, you know, but for me, it's, it's a lifestyle. And I hope you also share this feeling and you feel related to that. All right. I really hope that you enjoyed this week's episode of the Tennis Files podcast. And if you did find value from this episode and others that you may have listened to already, then I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review for the Tennis Files podcast. And you can do that at Apple or excuse me, at tennisfiles.com slash Apple podcasts or in your favorite podcast app that you use to listen to the show. It just so happens that Apple seems to drive the needle the most in terms of getting uh, more views and listens rather to the podcast, you know, putting it up in the algorithm and so forth when people search for tennis podcasts. So I really would appreciate a review if you haven't left it already yet. Um, we have well over 100 now, so that's pretty awesome. And I also have a quote for you, as I often do at the end of every show, which is by, oh, unknown this week. And the quote is, the expert in anything was once a beginner. Pretty sure that somebody famous said this, but um, wherever you are, thank you. <laughs> so with that, um, thanks so much for listening. And we have some great interviews coming up in the weeks ahead um, about the Pro Tour and how to improve your game and tennis equipment. So I'm excited to bring those to you very soon. And have a great week. And I'll see you next time on the Tennis Files podcast. This is Mehrban Aranshad, your host. Signing out. Thanks for listening to the Tennis Files podcast. For more tips to help you improve your tennis game, visit TennisFiles.com.